0: guys, welcome to TGIF. It's your girl. We're back with another episode with two of the most fabulous and fun guys in the game. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in social media. Uh, Sit back and relax and grab you a drink because it's time to pour a little Friday night tea. I know you've been waiting for the show all week. I've been seeing your messages. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky (laughs) Dineva. It never gets old. And please welcome with the new haircut, brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. Hey. hey That's slick back. How you doing? How y'all doing? What's
1: up? Good.
0: I'm doing good. Al, you look good. I like your haircut.
2: Thank you, buddy. I like your new car. Everybody, uh, she got to talk about his new car, Claudia.
0: Of course we do. So, <laughs> um, you got a new car and you put you went on social media and people said a bunch of stuff about how you get a new car and blah, blah, blah. I'll let you fill in the blanks what they were saying, but go, congratulations on your new car.
1: Thank you. I like cool. it. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, my house flooded and I scammed FEMA and I scammed <laughs> the insurance company and took my check and went bought. No, I'm just lying. I was laying in the bed Monday and I was bored. I had been thinking about getting a new car for a while. My financial advisor had been telling me, no, 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 wait. We were trying to, you know, do some other stuff. And I called her Monday and I said, Michelle, I don't give a good goddamn what you say. I'm going down to the car dealership. I'm going to buy a car. And that's it. She said, well, if you're going to buy a car, I'm coming with you. And I went and got me a 2021 convertible M440i. And I love it.
0: Congratulations. Congratulations, no, it's a big deal. Is this your first brand new car off the this line? This is the
1: first. I'm 37 years old, and this is the first time in my life I have ever owned a brand new car. That car had nine, 17 miles on it.
0: So was, what? That's a big deal. Let's let's do a drink. To, oh, go ahead. Oh Albert, yeah. I want no, 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 to cheers to that.
1: Know, is, was it really $45 to fill that car up? No, it's $60. Dang. It's $60 to fill that car So that's going to be a huge adjustment coming from my little Honda Civic LX. That took $46 <laughs> regular, and now I got to put 60 <laughs> in this premium, but that's all right.
0: You know, I hear that you can put, re- like, the medium gas. Like, I have a car that takes the premium gas, and my my guy, he researches everything, and he's saying that you don't really have to put the pre- – you can put the middle gla- gas, and you'll be all right.
1: Mm. Just pay them little extra coins and put the premium in there. That's what the book says. so.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> it's new for you. Well, I'm going to holler at you in a year and a half, because <laughs> right, my car – right. Yeah. So congrats. that's that's dope, you know. And 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 people were were they happy for you online?
1: Child, you know, it's always you know, you know, for some people you'll never be enough. Mm-hmm. How you bought a car, you got student loans. <laughs> how
0: you had
1: you bought a BMW and you live in an apartment, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just it's just all these people move the goalposts. Like y'all don't understand, bitch. A couple years ago, I was walking, okay. <laughs> okay. I was walking and I was homeless, okay? So the fact that I'm even riding in what I'm riding in and living where I'm damn living right now, I am damn happy in my apartment, my apartment, my $3,000 a month apartment that overlooks Biscayne Bay on the top floor, penthouse level, driving my 440i convertible. Get into it, bitch. Shopping and eating the way I want to, it eye every weekend, in my apartment, Okay. <laughs>
0: Now
1: leave me out. I mean,
0: listen. If if we didn't learn nothing else from this past year, COVID and losing people, person after person after person being lost out of our lives, it's to live for you. You know, make yourself happy because you're never gonna make these people, these nameless people on Instagram with their little fake ass profiles with a Bible quote in somebody else's picture as their profile, Mm -hmm. private page, nine followers, being negative. You, creating new profiles to be mean mm-hmm. to you you never get nothing you do will be right Whatever with them be enough. No, nothing you do will be right you go left they say you should have gone right you say up they say you should have gone down meanwhile why don't you unlock your page so we can see your matches on the floor and you know nice and have an ass you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's really annoying mm-hmm. and then when you get to the point where you're depressed suicidal or you take yourself out then it's Oh, we loved her, or we loved Thank him, you. or you know, no bullying, p- protect black women, protect black men. Why don't y'all shut the hell up now
1: <laughs> right. and let
0: people celebrate things that make them happy? Yes. I think that I was happy for you. Thank you, Al. Do you have any financial advice for him?
1: <laughs> <But>
0: I, <laughs> weren't you one of those people that said, How hey, you get a car? Right. An apartment. I, no, I I, I, apartment, No, 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 no. Oh. I wanted to know if he was leasing
2: it or was did he purchase it did he pay cash that's all i wanted to know so i'm sure I, he already I'm answered sure. the question when he said he spoke to his financial advisor so yeah. i'm sure i hope she's certified and she holds her license and she shared with him <laughs> the benefits for a new purchase and how he can use it as a tax deduction because what he told me was he wrote he purchased it in the name of his business so that was yes, very I smart. It. Very proud for
1: of all it. the nosy girls out there the car was $75,000 I put $20,000 down, Ooh. I put it in my business name so I okay. can write off the entire amount of the monthly payment and the insurance. For those that want to know, my car payment is eleven hundred dollars a month, and my car insurance <laughs> is four thirty.
0: Oh my God! Really?
1: Yeah.
0: A month. What is, what's your yeah. interest rate?
1: Two point nine percent. Oh,
0: you got but a good interest you, rate, but they get it, you on your you insurance. They,
2: your your car insurance is close to five hundred dollars a month. I'm in Miami. So you have you have a bad <laughs> driving history. <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm in Miami Beach. Oh and, no, it's uh, and Florida. And Florida is the number one state for car insurance right?
0: Well, I have a Porsche Panamera. It's my second one. And my insurance is about two, around $200. Right.
2: Maybe because you're in Texas.
0: Damn. All right. Without further ado, let's get into the show. We just want to congratulate our friend. We got, we, we give our roses and flowers Thank to each you. other. That's Sorry. what we're going to do. We are gonna Thank talk you. shit about the show though too, but we're going to give the flowers first. we're going to get that out the way. All right. So, um, we got to start off the night and uh, talk about you know hip-hop legend DMX. He, he has died. He was 50 years old. The rapper was born Earl Simmons. He suffered from a heart attack a week ago. He passed away at the White Plains Hospital uh, in New York. This morning, fans celebrated and posted many tributes to DMX, including basketball legend Isaiah Thomas, who wrote Rest in Peace DMX. What a Sad Day in Hip-Hop, Rest in Heaven. And Chance the Rapper, who said uh, Rest in Heaven DMX, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with him and his his family, his loved ones. What do y'all remember most about DMX? Any memories? Anything y'all want to share? My
1: favorite DMX song is Him and Faith. All
0: I want
1: is you, all I want. I'm politicking with the tricky, wondering if I'm a creeper, a little hood rat bitch from 20 billion. <laughs> That's a nigga coming through. Like I do, you know. I love that song. That was my that was my joint. Um I hate that this happened, you know, you you can't help but think of Whitney and Michael Jackson and just all these different stars that we lost the same way Prince. And for me, you know, I I, 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 I just, I felt bad because I I just, it, it made me think about, you know, how him and so many other people were unable to get the help that they needed before something tragic like this happened. Um, And of course, I'm deeply saddened by it. Um, And and it just sucks. It's a a bad day for hip hop.
2: Well, Claudia, it it really is a sad day for hip hop, but I I know you guys are gonna joke me, but back in the day when I used to be a private banker on Wall Street. He goes. (laughs) (laughs) Let let me
0: guess, you were DMX's financial advisor, right?
2: Well, listen, I mean, it's funny now. I, I shared this before, I was the financial advisor For um, Floyd Mayweather and Little Bow Wow. And I did want DMX to be a part of my portfolio um, because DMX and I shared the same publicist at the time and in the early, you know, late 90s and the early 2000s. I remember meeting DMX because the publicist put us together and we talked about you know, his financial needs and stuff like that. I didn't get him as a client. But let me tell you what's so interesting about DMX to me, and this is my uh, showing respects to DMX. For those who didn't know, DMX used to be a transitional deacon at the Christian church. I don't know if many people knew that. And I also don't know if many people knew that he wanted to be an ordained um, pastor. So you know, DMX, when we talked we've really had like these deep conversations about Christianity and and being a Christian and being a man of faith. And I don't think people really know that side of DMX. Now I do remember if anybody saw um, Lonnie loves uh, uh, Instagram post, she actually posted about his spirituality where she said the last time she spoke to him, they prayed for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, The last time that they were, were able to contact. So, I really am gonna miss DMX. This is another side of him that I would have never thought existed. And even though I didn't get a client, I didn't get him as a client, I did share with him a brotherhood in Christianity and that was
0: amazing to me. Well, thanks for sharing that with uh, with us, Al. Um, again, y'all saw, saw me getting dragged on the internet. Ooh. Um, I had gotten some information from a friend of the family early. And uh, you know, I, he had just been on my mind that day Um, I had posted earlier that day uh, a clip that I saw about him talking about being 14 years old and someone that he admired, uh, giving him, lacing a blunt with crack cocaine, and then him being, I mean, I just can't imagine what that kind of drug would do to a still developing brain of a 14-year-old. And then it was so hard for him to kick that habit. And I also want to just kind of make a point about how, you know, again, when people pass is when people wanna show compassion. And there's a lot of people that are alive right now that are having p- problems with drugs or you know, had issues with substance abuse or alcohol, what, whatever. And they're all fun and games and people are okay to make fun of and laugh at them and they can be the butt of a joke. But then as soon as that person passes, there's such a rush to be like, you know, give this person their flowers. I'm sure these people could use their flowers when they're alive. I'm sure these people that are dealing with substance abuse for, for decades could know that would love to know that they, they were loved while they were here. And I just want this to be a lesson. I remember interviewing DMX one time I was working and I know we got to get to break. Um, I was covering this, uh, event in Vegas. It was, uh, the best female pool player against the best male player. It was like battle of sexes and there were celebrities in the audience and DMX was in the audience and they were like, go get DMX. So I pull them to the side. I'm like, can I talk to you? And we're talking and it's a very quiet event, kind of like golf, you know, and everyone's just like kind of whispering, you know, like, okay, okay. She just hit the, uh you know, the five ball corner pocket, blah, blah. blah. So I got him, I'm talking to him and I'm like, what do you think? And he starts off whispering, but in typical DMX form, he starts off like, you know, my man, I think he got it, but I think she's going to come back. And then it just got louder and louder and louder. But you couldn't be mad because DMX had that energy where he was just like, it just seemed like, although he dealt with the substance abuse and all that stuff, he still was able to be one of the dopest performers, live I don't know if y'all seen that Woodstock video with uh, what nineteen ninety nine two thousand like two three hundred thousand people in the audience. The energy he commanded. He's a charismatic performer, actor, and we're gonna miss him and, and and his all his kids and his family. So just I know thoughts and prayers are so cliche. It's just not good enough to say. So we we respect you. We love you. We will miss you, and we will use your passing as a lesson to how we should treat people that are still with us that may be crying out for help. And I just think that's something we just need to start doing. I really do. So let's take a quick break. And on that note, rest in paradise, DMX. You need, you know, rest well, King. And we'll see you after this break. Welcome back to TGIF. I am joined by Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. You know what? Inspired by what we are talking about in the last block, we are talking about, you know, we've all been called these things, drunks, drug addicts, whores, sluts, all kinds of things. Some of us admitted to some of these things and some of us are like, oh no, not really. <laughs> yeah, but there's reasons behind all these things. What, what, what are you deemed as? What do people, what do you mischaracterize or characterize as that's real? Let's start with you, uh, Al. Oh, Why
2: do y'all start with me first all the time? Um, I don't know. I can tell you that I probably, like I said before, I do everything too much. So if I'm having fun with it, I'm going to do it too much. I've been known to do too, too much drinking, too much partying, too much hanging out, too much sex. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I eat too much. I don't know. Like, okay. I feel like you, I feel like for me. If you do, if you know me, I enjoy my life and I live my life to the fullest with no excuses. So that's just what it is.
0: You do okay. Well, you
1: know, presently, (laughs) um, I'm a drunk and a slut. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, back in the day when I was younger, and it's it's already out there. I have no problem talking about it. You know, I indulged in the party drugs. I don't really Mm -hmm. do that no more. But I'm a drunk and a slut. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay, Claudia. Let's
2: hear your laundry list.
0: Um. You know what my friends tell me? They say you get blamed for the shit we do.
2: Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No, we're not hiding behind no. that. We're not uh, hiding behind it's that.
0: It's true. You, no. 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 Al, you no, and no, then, no, no. okay. No. 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 I'll, Hold on. Yes. Okay. What do I do? I have the same. Ma- I'm gonna give, give you something. List. My shit is made. Probably talking too much.
1: No, uh, you a gambler, at it. You got a gambler. Sorry, oh, right. come on. Oh. What are you talking about? You drink too much.
0: I drink too. I drink only with y'all, Negroes, on Friday nights and a little cocktail on Monday. Uh, I never have drunk. Well, let me just say this: I've never drunk text the group Funky and Al Reynolds. You I, never, y'all, last night he was snapping on me. Last night you both done sent naked pictures. Like y'all be wilding out. I, I don't do. I don't blackout like that's what y'all do. I do gamble. I talk shit. I cuss too much.
2: Okay, yeah, see I, that's the problem. But that's all right. So you wanted us to air <laughs> our stuff out, but you didn't want to.
0: Did she want to be all right? All
2: right now, now you, now right. you. Now, first now she of calls. all, now you're Catholic. You don't swallow.
0: I do not swallow. First of all, I'm a lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. In other news, <clears throat> entertainment mogul P. Diddy. It got backlash after he called out white corporations for the treatment of black people. Did y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. He, he got backlash after calling out white corporations for the treatment of black people. He said, uh, if you love us, pay us. But instead of agreeing with him, some social media outlets and followers actually pointed the finger back at Diddy, claiming he takes advantage of black artists. Reality star and influencer Jesse Wu claimed that Diddy's network revolved asked her to work for free. Check out what she tweeted. She said, we cannot keep knocking white folks for their treatment of minority creators while doing the same. Does Jesse will have a point? And was Diddy the wrong person to speak on this issue?
1: Diddy was absolutely the wrong person to speak on this issue. Listen, the lion's share of Diddy's wealth was built off the back of that late 90s, early 2000 bad boy situation that he put together. And Diddy is living high on the hog and everybody was on that roster is missing side teeth and driving a damn beat up Honda Civic. Okay, you can't name a one person from that bad boy roster that made bad boy what it is that is doing well financially or living like the stars and the legends that they are. Everybody from 112 they round here in these um Chitlin Circuit gospel <laughs> plays. The girl, uh, Keisha Epps, only doing good because she married Mike X. Mike, my Omar, ex. Omar Epps. She was so broke she had to stop being gay and go marry a husband just so she could have somebody to help her pay her bills. The other lady from Total, we don't know what the hell she's doing, Craig Matt died with no insurance. We don't know who got Biggie money. Look, Kim House got bankrupt and foreclosed. <laughs> Faith ass was over here on the R&B Divas, and now she got to put up with Stevie J shit, just so she got wow. to piss in the out of. Shine ass is over in Belize, living in the damn hut, like the indigenous people. Who got the money? I'm going to tell you who got it. Diddy got it. Boom. Ooh, he ready today.
2: So, you know. Al? Okay, so I'm going to disagree with Funky tonight. And I have to disagree with Funky on the conceptual concept that even though Diddy. Not the conceptual concept. I'm just saying, even though (laughs) conceptually Funky is 100% right about his treatment of his artists. And but. you know, that's no secret. But what we do have to what we do have to acknowledge here is though, even though that he may not have been the best person to speak on this issue, unfortunately he is listed on the Forbes top You know, African American men with them with a lot of money who's worth a great deal of money. So with that becomes a voice and he did need to speak into this movement that's happening right now as it relates to GM and with Byron Allen, Roland Martin, Butch Graves, and all of them calling all of these major corporations to the carpet and saying, listen, African Americans spend millions and millions of dollars with your company, and you do not support them the way you should. There's a difference between being uh, supporting a African American event versus supporting an African American company. So these big corporations are doing what's called. Black targeted events for targeted consumers, but they're not breathing life or income into African-American companies. And that's where the rub is. So even though it came from Diddy, his concept and what he's talking about is real. And we have to hold these companies accountable for their their discriminatory actions and spending in the African-American community. Unfortunately, I I totally get what you're saying. But he does have a megaphone right now because he is on the Forbes most wealthy African-American male. So he has to step in that space and he has to stand for the African-American community as it relates to the economy of the African-American.
0: Well, I think two things can be true at the same time. And I I'll, I know you definitely support people that are on the Forbes list, especially if they're Black men. You always give them props. You know what I mean? Like you, it's hard for you to say anything negative about them because you, you respect that. But there is something to be said about the messenger, you know, and I respect Diddy's grind, but you also caring about your people is caring about who you actually have, you know, worked with or made money off of yourself. Like, what good would, if if I brought y'all on here and y'all didn't make any money and I got a huge bag. And, you know, this show became successful because of the work y'all put in. And I see y'all missing side teeth, missing car payments, you know, uh, not able to, to have new carpet put in because it's wet and moldy. Al wearing the same suit every week, funky down even not able to get lotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't be, you would have to kind of give me a little side eye. So though I do respect what Diddy had to say, and Diddy, if you're watching, I respect your grind. You have done a lot coming from Howard University and the the things that you've done, you are one of the blueprints. You absolutely are. But with that comes a lot of responsibility of making sure that the people that made us wealthy are good as well, because then it's like, it's like you're practicing what you're preaching and we need that. So I think you both made really good points but like we, we, it's not good enough to just say it because you have a megaphone, you got to do it and live it or else it's kind of like do as I say, not as I do. You feel me? Well,
2: I mean, I totally understand that, but in this case, you got to understand, it's almost like how people can dissect who Martin Luther King was outside of his mission of civil rights, right? What we got to do in this case right now, as it relates to the platform and the narrative around infusing these big companies that have billions of dollars Infusing that billions of money into the African American community, we got to kind of like sidestep what the truth is around him and we got to hold them accountable. So as it relates to that, I will defend him for using his voice to make them aware and make them accountable. Now, as it relates to doing as you say, I totally agree, but mm-hmm. let's do that a different day.
0: But mm, Funky named a lot of people that struggling. I mean
1: I on the real talk, I just guess. And I was going to be quiet so we can move on to the next thing because we've been on this too long. But the, the reality of the situation is you can't come to the table and force and tell white people they need to care about us and they need to do this, that, and the third for us. And you ain't even doing it for us when you had the opportunity and still have the opportunity to do so. Like you no, 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 way- Wait, 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 wait. Let's be clear. It's not that he didn't do it. He did it. He just didn't do it the
2: way that we expected him to do it or how he should have done it. Let's be very clear. There is a difference here and you got to know the difference. So even though that those struggling artists that were signed to his label aren't as wealthy because he took the money, he did give them opportunity to be an artist and to, to showcase their talents, okay? Anyone could so, have done that.
0: Anyone could have that, given up to be okay, an
2: no, artist. That's absolutely not true. That's not, that's, that's absolutely not true. You, you use your platform, an so, artist or yeah. an artist,
0: whether Diddy made them. Said deem them an artist or not, right?
2: Absolutely not. So I mean, that's we can agree to disagree on this. But as it relates to this subject right here, this was this is the subject of a bigger issue that happened okay. a couple of weeks ago. So moving begin.
0: on, there was some uh, moving on. Um, there's we were talking about the, this. Just because you got a
2: BMW, don't be you go like you ain't gonna talk like. Hey, what? Cut it out. So <laughs>
0: him? Oh, he got a BMW. I got a Porsche. Oh yeah, yeah. We, oh yeah. Beep, beep, I
2: take public
0: transit. Oh, that's no. That's good. That's noble. That's good. There's no. nothing wrong. Listen, when I was in New York. I would be. Dri- I would not be having a car in New York. Listen, I, I've
2: Coast. had a driver for twenty
1: years. I uh, you know, okay.
0: <laughs> there he goes. yeah. Okay. Here, did here. Yeah, Diddy buy you a car? Go on. Okay. Well, okay. someone that Diddy might be buying a car. Supposedly, he was caught. Uh, there were some photos out with uh Diddy at his house with. Fifty Cent, Baby Mama, beautiful Daphne Joy. What do y'all think about this? Someone's. What, what do y'all think? I don't do think, think it's gonna I, cause a beef. She's on the what? She's on Wild, she, she was is. on wilding out. Beautiful, like Philippine. I think she's Philippine. Beautiful girl, body body. She used to be with D-Ray, and then she's with um um uh Fifty Cent. She has a son with Fifty Cent. So cute little boy. And um and now they're saying that she was spotted with Diddy at his mansion.
1: You, you know what I would really love? Uh, I, I I miss that Juanita Jordan, Michael Jordan type of yeah, love. Yeah, me too. I miss that. Sure. I, I miss the Doug Christie and Jackie Christie type of love. I miss that affluent, non-struggle, non-Instagram-based Black love. And I feel like men like Diddy have the opportunity to... Give it to us, like you, 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 you know. Who I would like to see Diddy with just old, oh, bad, sophisticated sister. Oh, <laughs> oh, Regina King. Oh, oh, get, get with, get with Tyra Banks. Like, like, level up like that. I'm, uh, it's just giving me old man, creepy, still trying to be young vibe, messing around with. Why? First of all, I'm 37, and I don't even know who the hell is on and Out. If you're 35 or older, you ain't even got no business watching that damn show, <laughs> let alone dating anybody who was a cast member on it. I didn't even know who Daphne Joy was. Did he go get you an old Wall Street? Just just strong, sophisticated, uh, uh, St. John's suit-wearing sister. Yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> you know, Claudia, let me tell you, I, that, let me tell you something. That's St.
0: John's, hold up, St. John's. I gotta, love St.
2: John's. That's a like, lot of people don't know about that. That's, 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 at, that's old, that old white lady money. Yeah. That's, that's that Ham, like
0: Hamptons right. in the summer, Martha's yeah. Vineyard. and
2: Very dark Like yeah. Right. Let
0: me, let me tell you what
2: I'm talking about. I'm so confused about why every celebrity, has to date someone else's leftovers. I don't understand what that's about. What's wrong with finding a good woman or man for the women? What's wrong with a good woman, a man that's not in the industry? What's wrong with finding true love? All these relationships, why the reason why they're so complicated, the reason why they're so volatile is because there's no true love there. You guys are dating off of what's hot and what's not. What's hot and what's not does not maintain these families that are created out here in these streets. Like enough of this passing around the same woman to the same man, from your brother to your, to your son to you. Like stop that crap. Find a woman that really knows what being in a relationship is all about and try to build something there. This other stuff to me reeks of desperado.
0: Now Al, didn't you marry Star Jones and then date Sherry Shepherd?
2: Now, you know that you're way too messy. No, I, I married Star Jones. I lived with Sherry Shepherd. okay? I did not I said dated. You didn't date? I did not date. Fucking
0: <laughs> <Jones. laughs> look how red again?
1: Messy. Oh, what do you doing in that lady house?
2: Is it time for a break, Tim? Where is almost, the window? Almost. <laughs>
1: Y'all are going to make me turn red. Wait a Why minute. Was this I, so I want to know that story. Why was y'all roommate in? You, you, Your settlement hand came in? <laughs> 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 Times was hard. But she couldn't get a gig. I mean, what was
2: going Cut, on it, out no. Cut it out now. No, absolutely not. So... I'm gonna leave this right here, but <laughs> I'm trying to understand Sherry why you Shef- overgrown ass people was roommate. First of all, we were not roommates, okay. You First, of you all,
0: were living with her. What is the a- L? were you, you dating? Say,
2: I was what? not dating Sherry Shepard, okay. Sherry did they make you a roommate? Listen, Sherry <laughs> Shepard, even though she did replace my ex-wife at the View she had a beautiful brownstone in Harlem. It was multiple floors, let's say five or six floors brownstone in Harlem. And Mm. she was renting out different floors of her brownstone because she lived in the first three floors. And she and I were friendly and she
0: was- Did y'all share a bathroom? No. He lying like a. Mo- we are gonna take a quick I, I, break. We, uh, I, I was just joking around when I said the Sherry show. Sher- I didn't think y'all live together. I was randomly was
2: married at the time that I. Oh, did you her
0: sci- were side. You were her side friend. dude. Um, I'm
2: sorry. We,
0: were you her side dude? <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna right. get to the bottom of this nonsense. We'll be back with Bye-bye. more TGIF. Who knew? Al, you out there? You in these streets? Oh. Welcome back oh. to TGIF. <laughs> You know what I love about this show? What you we're, love, girl. We're friends and funky. I we're, we we coming. Kind of we didn't know each other as much, you know. Like we're definitely getting to know each other more because of the show. And now, you know, we talk all the time. I've known Al for years, and it's funny how like you think you know somebody, and then you do these shows, and like more stuff just comes out. And I just love that this show is kind of like it's almost like a banana and I'm just unpeeling yeah, it hilarious. and just finding out more things and seeing more things underneath that skin, that that yellow skin, and then find more hate, things. I hate you, you
2: right now. Okay, but you're right. Well, see, the deal is you, I'm a very private person. So all these things and all of these ways that I've lived my life, no one knows, and I've never shared it. So you and your nosy ass is getting out of <laughs> <laughs> here.
0: You box know, box. Al, that as a journalist, that's what I'm supposed to do.
2: When did you become a journalist?
0: First of all, Baldwin Wallace College in Berea, Ohio, then uh, Long Island University in, in 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 New York. You know about that. Okay. So yeah. So anyways, Providence American newspaper, Channel 7 in New York. Anyways, the list goes on and on. But I, I'm not here to just you know talk and brag about my credentials. Let's get back to the show. Um, another death happened as well uh, at 99 years old. Um, Prince, Prince William? Mm-hmm. Yes? Prince William passed ninety nine years old. Do we have a picture? I think we have a picture of him.
2: Oh
1: shit! Oh sorry.
0: <laughs> that I'm, is I'm gonna, be,
2: I'm, I'm gonna
1: be honest with you. Um, that man passed ninety nine years ago. This <laughs> 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 ass was the Walking Dead, okay? And you know, Prince they, Philip. I'm sorry, Prince Philip. They somehow or another, he drank that potion on death becomes her. And was <laughs> walking this earth, you cannot tell me that that man was alive. Lord, we gonna get in so much trouble for this. Um, oh. Rest in peace, Prince Philip. Um, but you know, somebody I, I once heard, I once heard Ricky Smiley say this: "Stop falling out when old people die." That man was ninety nine damn years old, plus fifty seven more years. All right his ass had to go at some time and quiet as it's kept from the look of his teeth and that gingivitis (laughs) around his teeth it looked like that man ben was ready to go all right so
2: you know what I, I, i do the thing only thing that i have to say about prince philip that i i remember is that prince philip did a lot for the indigenous individuals in his country so
1: we Considering to... how his family's wealth is built on pillaging and plundering the indigenous people of Africa, that's the least he could have did.
2: Alright. I can't argue with you but you're right.
0: So you saying he was around when slavery was still legal? <laughs> he started.
1: <laughs> He's 100 years old. He he charted the first. <laughs> match. He the Nina, the pizza, and this the show spaghetti. is going
2: left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was the one who wrote the check when Christopher Columbus came back and said he had found America. He had cut the check. Go 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 <laughs> and get my checkbook. He, was the one who... <laughs> he, he yeah, girl. Uh Christopher Columbus came and got his ass. and took him. On a cruise around the world, and I, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was him. That was him.
0: He commissioned it. So you saying when Christopher Columbus came back, the after party with him, Magellan, Christopher Columbus, they was all <laughs> Socrates.
1: <laughs> Socrates, all them was over there, and and quiet as it's kept. I think no people that wrote the Bible was over there. <laughs> all them was over there, girl. That was the first
0: turn up. Child, her ass bout was there, too. <laughs> oh, my
1: God.
0: <laughs> and y'all can't say we being shady. The man had a really full life, 99 years. That's not a tragic death. He lived for a long time. And and he, he, he lived for a really long time. A really, really long time. He had a very full life. He saw lots of different parts of history throughout his life. Mm-hmm. Did he? He probably wrote a couple of <laughs> those. <laughs> <laughs> this might be our hey, last man, show.
2: Can, excuse me, can production please put that first picture back up?
0: Oh, Lord. Oh, can they don't...
2: please put that
1: first picture back up? Oh! We just, he, our old gross, God forgive me. He <laughs> man, but this man looked like an extra in Harry Potter. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Claudia, move on before we get in trouble because we so. Too late, it's too How
0: late. Long?
2: Wait a minute, we got 20 more minutes of this to go.
1: Oh, <laughs> we're in trouble.
0: I'm so hot right now. I I don't know if hot metaphor-
2: I, we, we are in trouble.
0: We are okay. Well, it looks like little Nas X. Um, uh, his fast-selling Satan shoes might be cursed. Nike did not produce the red and black shoes. And now a court settlement has ordered the uh, mischief production company who made the shoes to halt all their sales. They're all being, also being forced to give refunds to people who purchased the sneakers. This is bad publicity, but it keeps little Nas in the spotlight. Do you think the, this was the attention that he wanted and was it worth it?
1: You know, this whole situation is baffling to me and I'm sure Al will be able to break it down just for my clarity. Did they go out and buy up a bunch of pre-existing Nike shoes and modify them? Or did they create a shoe and then slap the Nike logo on it? Because either way, this feels wrong from the inception. Like this feels, from the moment this is in your head and you you call a meeting, this feels like we finna get sued. So I'm not understanding how this shoe went from concept to, to being sold.
0: Yeah, to be to modify an existing shoe like that and think you'd get away with, and then selling it like that—it does. Now, what's
1: the T on it?
0: Nike had nothing to do with it, they say.
2: Right. So the T is this. This is what's called um, the good old boys club. Only can people that don't look like you and I able to structure these types of deals, but use us people that look like you and I to magnify it or amplify it. So in this case, this particular company pretty much did not get Nike's permission to use Nike, an international logo, for the shoe and put blood in the shoe and promote the shoe. I, I, I'm i just, I'm very upset. I'm upset with Little Nas's team for allowing him to be a part of such fuckery. Um, And I'm upset because at the end of the day, the company that created this is getting all the press, right? And they're getting the press off the back of this young man who has decided to revolt against whatever it is that he's experiencing and going through. And I just find that very tragic and I find it very sad because at the end of the day, he's going to have to, he's the one that's going to have to carry this burden of the, you know, the shoe and the mishap with the shoe, not the company that did it. In fact, we don't even know the name of the company that did it, right? But what we do know is that it was Lil Nas. I I just find that the whole thing is just unfortunate. I do know that from all of this, you can tell that Lil Nas is going through some and he's going through something where he is looking for a different way to express himself and be the, the true being and the true artist that he is. I just wish him the best in this journey, because right now it's just a whole lot of mercury waters that he did not sign up for. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure he wish he didn't do this.
0: Thanks, Al. Y- your lips are extra plump tonight, too. Don't do that. No, they look good, I'm saying. No, they, <laughs> they do.
2: Cute. Don't even don't even play into her fuckery, right? <laughs> Watch your mouth. Okay, I'm just saying. True, but that, that, but first of all, Nike would never do anything. Uh-uh. Nope, no, 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 no.
0: We got to go. We got to go, Lips. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more TGIF and ass <laughs> Lips when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. We're we going to get through a whole bunch of stuff for the last few minutes of the show. Um, Listen, uh, Love and Hip Hop, there's some people that are saying they're filming. It looks like uh, Carly Red and Lamar Odom might be dating. He was spotted on set. What do y'all think about this? Listen, Carly... <laughs>
1: Carly Coochie can't have no thread tread yeah. okay? Because she done been with everybody across every industry, across every show, across every network. Do your Coochie hang low? Do it, wallow to the ground. Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? Can you throw it over your shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your Coochie hang low? This is a mess. She is a mess. There's nothing. Wait a, in a- minute.
0: No one okay. says anything about these now, men on. that did like hold the drapes of the world. Claudia, before you go on your...
2: Before you go on your women's battle, whatever, this is all I want to say. Lamar Odom, listen to me right now. You are better than hopping from reality show to reality show. You are an interesting man, independent of all of this. Figure out something that you can do that you're going to be a part of yours and not a part of somebody else all the time. That's all I want to say. Lamar is... Very interesting, he's a talented young man. It seems like he's searching, bouncing from show to show, to show, to show, to show. I'm just saying Lamar, I promise you bro, believe in yourself a little bit more. It's gonna be good.
0: Ow, always take the side of a rich black man. Every time, <laughs> every time, it don't matter what who they are, it's oh, it's that's one thing that's consistent. All right, uh, dancer City Boy J, who created a TikTok video for the song Track Star by rapper Mooski, uh, am I saying that right? Claims the song is a hit because of his viral dance. Uh, City Boy J alleges that he was excluded from the official Track Star music video because he's gay. City Boy J posted, Nope, I'm not in the video just because someone don't want to work with me because of who I am. Do you think his claims of uh, homophobia are justified or is he being sensitive?
1: You know what, here's the funny thing about it, right? At the very end of the day, that's that man's music video and people had a right to do whatever they want to do with their stuff. You know what I'm saying? You did a dance, the dance went viral. Now I will say this, it was a result of that viral TikTok that that's we fine. even know what that song is. And then from my understanding they even used some of the choreography in the video now that's when things get problematic because you're using somebody's creative whatever whatever that they came up the proper thing to have done in my opinion was to facetime that man be like oh my god guy you're so dope we want to have you on set maybe or if you want to use part of his choreography give him a bag for it you know what i'm saying but He's not owed to be in the video. There's a, You've been in videos, Claudia. And there's a lot of things that go into videos. There's the yep. creative, da-da-da, da da Who you are might not fit the treatment that they had for the video. So you don't have to be in the video, but I definitely think the proper thing to have done would to have been acknowledge that young man for his contribution. The same way Patti LaBelle acknowledged James Wright Chanel That's right. for him blowing up her patty pie. It's the same thing.
0: Last story before break a pandemic party got a video got former NBA player, legend actually, former Celtic, Paul Pierce fired from his TV job. ESPN parted ways with the NBA analyst following his live stream of a wild party featuring smoking and strippers last weekend. Let's take a look. If you in LA come through, you're down. If you in LA, Monica come
1: through, you know what
2: I'm
0: saying? What's Hundreds of thousands of dollars came in. Okay. So after I'm he gonna... was fired, after he was fired, he seemed to be in a good mood, good spirits. He said, "Big things coming soon. Stay tuned. Make sure you smile."
2: Okay, so I'm gonna take this one. So clearly, everybody knows that he wasn't fired because of that video. He was that video just served as an opportunity to be fired. Um, he has made multiple mistakes, allegedly, according to ESPN on air. He uh, named the winner of a of a of a of a you know of a game that wasn't the winner. I think if you look at this closely, they were looking for a reason to fire him. They chose this one to use it to fire him. Unfortunately, though, what is actually fortunate is that he's got better things coming. So, hey, big up to Paul Pierce. Good luck, and I can't wait to see what you got happening next.
0: You know what? I heard he wanted to leave, and he was like, all right, whatever, I'm going. I'm do what I want to do. So, I mean, he ain't broke. We're going to take a quick break, and you are not going to believe this last story involving a sex act and a Muppet. We'll be back with more TGIF when we return. What's it
2: with
1: Funky Donita? Oh, bitch! You a- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Let me just shout out y'all in the chat room on YouTube. I see all of y'all in there. Y'all are just going in. Y'all love the show. We love you right back. We're gonna come to your city one day. We're gonna do something live a Meet and Greet or something because we, we we need to yeah. see the people. People need to see us, but keep your COVID asses at the crib if you got that shit, okay? But we're gonna be out there real soon. All right. We got this uh, last story we got to talk about real quick. A homeowner in Michigan hired a uh, home inspector, right, to do a property inspection. But well, the security cameras sent an alert that the inspector was in the nursery area while you were in there. The camera feed later revealed that he was pleasuring himself with an Elmo doll. The inspector was arrested and charged with aggravated indecent exposure in order to go a mental health evaluation. And also, he's not allowed to be in any homes unsupervised. He can't be in any homes by himself, like with his job or whatever. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, is that, are, we, are we stroking it to Elmo now? Is Elmo hot?
1: Wait. Why he can't be in any homes by himself? It's not like he did this to a child. I mean, do Muppets got rights now. Like is, is that <laughs> are we so liberal now that Muppets are people? Like I know the Peter people fighting for the animals, but is Jim Henson fighting for the Muppets from the grave? Because yeah, I mean, I think
0: he can't be <laughs> a, as an inspector. He needs to be supervised. I, I mean, he put he he. I think he can't. Busted, I don't know. And then he put the toy back.
2: I, see, th- this story just amazed me. <laughs> I need to know a couple of things. Okay. So was the Elmo a puppet Elmo where you put your hand in no. the puppet? It was not.
0: It was just a stuffed animal puppet. It was
2: just a stuffed animal. So he actually used the stuffed animal to help himself ejaculate?
0: He was, he was grinding on it.
1: Mm.
2: Now that's disgusting. He needs to lose his job. And he I was in the p- nursery
0: of all the puppets though like why elmo like, i think there's sexier puppets like if it was me it'd be maybe bert or ernie or maybe oscar the grouch because he was he was interesting he had character okay but I you don't... don't
2: need to be in any home inspections either they need <laughs> to
0: <laughs>
2: claudia jordan and this inspector need no home inspections see, what
1: nasty is this ain't the first time he don't did that went to somebody's house and use an inanimate right. object right. to pleasure himself that's just low down.
0: All right. You know, we had a really fun time. Thank you, y'all. This was a good time. I can't wait to uh, catch up with y'all next Friday. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me on what I, I keep saying it's going to be our last episode. <laughs> Thanks for watching <laughs> on YouTube. Stay tuned for Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored. But first, we want you to save some money. Uh, Foxo's deal is coming up next. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, fellas. Bye, y'all. Later, Claudia. Oh, crazy asses. Later, Q. Bye.